0: Welcome in to the Orange and Brown Report. It's Jake Burns. I'm hosting. Hopefully, you're enjoying your week. We are um we're in the midst of training camp. We have not touched base since the start of these uh, these live coverage of training camps, and I wanted to do so. It is a it's a busy time of year, and it's tough to get these podcasts scheduled, especially when the heart of these things are going on during the week, uh the weekday, especially even when, when most people might might be working and can't take it in. So coverage is spotty. It's it's tough, but we're going to try to give you what we know and, and address an important situation. We have the mock master himself, Mr. <laughs> Brown's Daily Mock. How are you, sir?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on here to pretend like I know what I'm talking about.
0: All right. Listen, it's late. Listen, it's late. <laughs> I brought you on. I know that you're probably sitting around doing nothing like me, maybe even in your underwear. I'm not saying you are, but maybe you were. Duh. And listen, I got a product for you. It's called TheraOne CBD, all right? We're going to talk about You got tight muscles from tough workouts or just being of an elder statesman. Signs of aging, simply making it tough to get through each busy day. Everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jansen Worsland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary TheraGun percussive therapy device, with Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He created Therone to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic, but still contain up to 31% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. Therone tests their products four times before they even get to you. And every product is USDA certified organic grown in the U S and their CBD extracts are the, high, the highest of quality available anywhere. So use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover the body balm for targeted relief and sleep tincture to drift into Deep nights sleep. Everybody needs a deep night of sleep. And now through Labor Day, so that's now through Monday, September 17th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products, but you've got to go to theragun.com, okay? you got to go to theragun.com, that's a little tweak, theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you find from TheraOne, send it back for a full day's refund with 30 days of purchase. This is not something Theragun is likely to ever do again. So buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire, but only until Labor Day. Go right now, theragun.com slash bluewire. Make sure you are doing and taking advantage of that CBD offer. I will do so myself. Maybe I've already done so. I'll keep that to myself. Listen, we're going to talk linebacker, Steve. This is a problem that has just been magnified today. Like before today, we would have said this is a problem. Um, that they probably should address the linebacker situation. We've been saying it since the free agency and draft happened. We were saying it leading into yesterday that it's probably something they should do. They've they've let people like Nigel Bradham go to other situations. Here they are now. Mac Wilson hyperextension. Look, it could be a multiple week thing. It could be a season ending thing. It's still up in the air. There's more to be known. But like they're in the process of needing to add. They only have B.J. Goodson. Mac Wilson is now out. So B.J. Goodson, Jacob Phillips, the rookie, and. It's the only Taki Taki. Those are your three choices. You have guys like Willie Harvey, um, who, you know, are undrafted free agent guys, but like Tay Davis, but those guys aren't realistic options. You have three guys to probably fill a two linebacker rotation, and none of those guys have played more than 513 snaps in a single season, one of which is a rookie, obviously. Taki Taki only played 104 snaps last year total. It's so much guessing, and you have not had a guy who's played significant starter snaps. They're in desperate, and they can't ignore this, right?
1: Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> Even if before this you didn't think it was, you know, a problem, it was at least an area of concern, something to watch. And uh, like you said, I mean, I know we're both Willie Harvey fans, but, you know, undrafted free agent who missed the year last year with injury and plus with the setup this year because of COVID, those back end of the roster guys, those, you know, those camp surprises that, you know, not just for the Browns, but anywhere around the league pop up every single year. They're going to have 10 times tougher uh, of, of a chance to to make that happen just because the reps aren't there there's no joint practices there's no uh, preseason games there's just no opportunity for them to showcase uh, what they're doing and like you said at the top it's been hard to see really what's going on we I mean it's only been two days of camp let's say that so even if we had the full normal tape you know it's way too early to be making any you know final decisions but and the angles—and I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about the Browns' live coverage. Nathan and, and, and Josh have been doing a great job. It's been fun to watch. But the angles that we're getting, it's hard to see anything that's going on. So it's really hard to make any judgments. Like you said, Tay Davis got a bunch of reps today, um, from what I heard. But I didn't really hear his name in a good or bad manner, which I guess is all right. I've heard good things about Jacob Phillips. I keep hearing his name pop up uh, which is good. You know, It's what you expect from a top hundred pick, but there's a difference between expecting a a third round pick to come in and, and look, you know, good in camp and expecting a third round pick to come in and take the jump from, you know, calling the defense and playing that incredibly important role. Uh, it's, it's incredibly risky. Now he did it at LSU. He's, he's, he's done it before, you know, it's a top program and and, you know, he's he's a guy like we had the conversation during the draft uh, process. He's not going to be splashy and flashy. He's not going to make those, you know, uh, Sports Center top ten type hits and everything. But he's very smart. He understands what's going on in front of him most of the time. Uh, he's one of those guys who's just going to be in the right place. He's going to make the play that he's supposed to make. He's going to do his job, which is what you want. Man, it's a lot to ask out of a rookie. Um, Goodson, you know uh, – uh, placeholder guy from what we were told in the off season. And from what we've heard these first couple of days, and I'm sure you've heard the same thing. He's doing his job, you know, again, guys that can, they're, they're not going to lose you games in there, but they're not going to really do anything special for your defense out there. So the in-house options, like I said, concern, sure. It's early guys could break out. They could, you know, assuage our fears and everything. Um, but if they don't do it here in the next couple of days here in the next week or so, then yeah, I think it definitely gets to, uh, where the word problem is more than appropriate. If you're talking about the in-house guys, for sure.
0: Well, that's to me, that's, what's interesting. I mean, you know, you're going to have to rely on Phillips and and you don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess like a Darius Leonard was a second round pick a few years ago, but like you just don't see
1: mid... Totally different kind of player. Yeah,
0: just you don't see day two linebackers thrive early. It's just... It's rare. So, like, even if Phillips starts, can he find a level of average? Asking him to find a level of average in what I think is a pretty challenging young player position is, like, it's a big ask, man. So, you're really going to say Sione Takitaki, in my mind, is still a rookie. Like, the dude has gone through two right. systems now and he's never really had experience on the field. Like you can't call 100 snaps at the NFL level real experience. Some of those are in mop-up duty against like the Dolphins. He played a little bit against the Bills, but like there's not enough there. There's not enough to know. So I don't understand. I had this this point of conversation with with uh the guys on the Nothing But the Dogs podcast. I was just talk talking with them and it's it's it's, it's like we, we when John Dorsey started, we were all blown away that the, he took Baker Mayfield and he took Nick Chubb and he had some really good early picks and it just kind of blinded us from the fact that he completely ignored the offensive line. And then, you know, there was this whole full Dorsey thing and everybody was behind it. And then it's like, we, you see year two, it's like, well, man, he really ignored the offensive line and you can't do that and th- this is a big problem all these mistakes. I'm not saying, I think Andrew Barry's done a phenomenal job, but if you're going to be fair about it, you you can't look at the linebacker group even with Mac Wilson, and say right. that it makes a ton of sense right now. They've really neglected that position and put themselves in a position that if Mac were to get hurt, like we've seen, that it's even now a bigger problem because they don't have any proven players at the position, and that's not a stretch. Like, yeah, they could end up getting lucky and Taki Taki figures it out, and like you know maybe maybe Jacob Phillips is phenomenal soon and holds it down i don't know that could happen but i don't like the process by which they've gotten here right like i don't really enjoy it i think it's super risky even if it's a position that you're clearly never going to prioritize you still have to, prior- to prioritize it with some sort of talent to get through so it's it's all very dicey to me, and I'm very nervous about the position, and that's why I wanted to talk to you for just a, cu- a quick couple minutes about, you know, I wrote up on the OBR some options that are out there, and I mentioned three names, and maybe you can add to these guys or expand upon them, but uh, just quick three names I, I put out. Darren Lee, obviously a guy who failed in New York as a first-round pick, uh, eventually let go from New York after three years, a special teamer in KC last year, is let go still in the market. Mark Barron. It was in Pittsburgh as the most recent stop for him, sort of a hybrid guy who could play in between safety linebacker, more of a linebacker in my opinion. And then uh, lastly is is Jake Ryan. I know he's still in the market, but a lot of injury concern is Baltimore. Let him go with the failed situation there with his physical. So, look, I don't know, man. Maybe you have some more guys that are out there, or maybe you have a couple sneaky names that that are out there uh, in terms of trade value types. I'll let you take the mic here, but the pickings are slim on the market.
1: Yeah, and I I totally agree with you um, uh, uh, that if you're going to evaluate a front office, you got to evaluate everything about it. And we don't know if it was a that they truly don't value the position thing, or if it just their guy wasn't their thing, or if it was more of a well, we can't do it all in one off season kind of thing. But yeah, I think right now, if you're looking, if it's a long term thing for Mac Wilson, I think honestly in house the most realistic option, at least as of now, you know, uh, like you said, barring somebody breaking out, it's probably Goodson, uh, you know, as the stopgap kind of guy. But as far as the guys that are out there, um, we there's always a couple of sneaky guys available for trade that nobody sees coming and we don't, you know, uh, we have no idea on that, Ryan. But yeah, Darren Lee and Jake Ryan, those names have been thrown around. I'm not, I'm not big on Jake Ryan guy with a long injury history like that. I mean, there's, there's really not a ton out there um, that, uh, that fit what we think Joe Woods wants from this position, especially if you're talking about, you know, the one linebacker with a million, uh, DBs lineup, if they're talking about going to that more frequently, then you really need a guy, uh, that can run. I, I mean, I, I've heard, I've seen Alex Ogletree's name thrown around on Brown's Twitter. Doesn't really float my boat, but you know, he's a veteran might be able to get up to speed quicker than some of these other guys. I mean, do any, really the other-
0: do any of these guys are going to, is anyone out there going to float our boat really that's in the market? I know we could probably trade for someone that piques your interest a little bit more, but it's like, correct me if I'm wrong here, Steve, but at this point it's like anybody they bring in is going to be like, euh, yikes, you know what I mean? It,
1: it's a gamble. It's definitely, you're, you're looking at, cause I got three names um, and they're young and they're, um, you know, diamond and rough. I mean, Christian Sam is a guy I know we both kind of liked as a day three guy uh, out of uh, ASU a couple of years ago. Uh, tremendously athletic, um, you know, solid tackler, uh, good in coverage, but just the consistency. Never put it together. Uh, the, he missed 2018 with injury. Um, last year he played, you know, mostly uh, special teams with the Patriots. They went to the uh, uh, to the Lions and the Lions released him about, you know, 10 days ago, something like that. And I, I'm still intrigued by the guy because he just turned 24. And anybody that athletic that's that still young is always going to be, you know, hey, at least kick the tires. But if you can't make the Lions linebacking core, you know, what's going on there? Uh, another one, if you're looking specifically for coverage guys, um, that uh, I was actually surprised. Uh, Corey Nelson, who played in Denver the past few years, had a tremendous coverage grade uh, a couple of years ago. Um, not particularly stout against the run, but. Uh, as we said, if they're, you know, you're going with the one linebacker and a million DBs, you're probably going to want to be, you know, be stronger in coverage. So that might be a guy that you bring in for a vet minimum or something like that. And then there the, the, something something I'm interested in. You know, I like the the bubble watch every August. It's one of my favorite things to watch guys that are on in, on the fringes of the 53s around the league that I think could help us. And there's a guy named Francis Bernard came out of Utah. Uh, he's an older prospect. He's already 25 years old as a rookie. Which is probably a large reason as to why he ended up going UDFA. Because I really liked his tape and I liked uh, uh, what he did at Utah. He's in Dallas right now and apparently has had a really um, eye-popping first few days of camp for the Cowboys. And and with their uh, their he's definitely on the bubble down there, uh, from what I'm reading from the Dallas guys that are talking about him. So. That's another guy that you might want, that won't be for a few weeks, obviously, which brings up a whole set of problems, but that's another guy um, that you might want to keep an eye on a name I'll throw out there, Francis Bernard down in Dallas. And then, yeah, earlier today, you and I tossed around the idea. Uh, a few days ago, the, the uh, Yannick Ngakwe uh, um, uh, trade stuff came back up, you know, that they're still interested and he's still out there and he hasn't, he dropped his agent and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, maybe it, this would be a big bullet to fire, but maybe they come up with some kind of massive package since the Jags are in um, uh, rebuild and salary dump mode where they can they get Yannick and they get a, a Miles Jack thrown into the deal because uh, that would be somebody that obviously would be very interested in. Um, now, I don't know, A, if the Jags would have any interest in including. I'm just shooting in the dark here. Um, and B, if this front office would be willing to take on his cap hits at the linebacker position uh, for the next few years. But it was just a thought uh, that popped into my head uh, for a guy. You never know when teams are in those rebuilding modes. If you throw the right number of draft picks at them, uh, they might be able to move just about anybody. But, yeah, to bring it back around, like you said at the top, There's really not a lot of options at this point um, unless there's somebody else in that type of salary dump situation that we haven't thought of yet.
0: Well, before I kind of finish up with here, I want to talk to everybody about Sunday Ticket. Uh, The season's coming back, as we know. There's a need for people like Steve who live in California and want to watch the Browns here and and, and all the way back in Ohio, and Sunday Ticket makes that possible. And they have a great deal going for Blue Wire listeners right now to get every out-of-market game Sunday afternoons of your favorite uh, choice of your favorite team on any device you'd like. Plus, you get the Red Zone channel and the DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. So never miss your favorite teams, favorite players, whatever you might want. So no matter where you live, sundayticket.tv. So make sure you know that Sunday Ticket sundayticket, nflsundayticket.tv. is your key to get the most glorious Sundays ever. So use the promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, BLUEWIRE. At checkout to get 15% off your subscription. That's a pretty good deal going right now. Take advantage of it. That's visit nflsundayticket.tv using the promo code BLUEWIRE. So you're right, man. Look, there are... There are very few options that are out there and we can throw trade ideas against the wall and see what sticks and like I, look, where I'm at with the Steve before we hang up here is like correct me if I'm wrong. but if they were to go into this season without adding at least one more linebacker that has, has some kind of experience, he might not be a good player in his past stop, um, but they need somebody who's seen snaps in the NFL level. In your opinion, if they do not add a single player to this position, is that a mismanagement? Even though I know you can't fix anything, you can't do it all at once, I get it. Would you view that as a mismanaged situation at linebacker?
1: Um, With the caveat that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes and what led to it, I would say definitely the outcome is less than desirable. I, I don't know if I can get to mismanaging because, you know, I, I don't know. that that's pretty harsh i mean that's that's almost an accusation type of thing but it definitely will be a hole in the process at least for this year uh I i would be willing to go that far for sure uh and this is all again all assuming that what they want out of the linebacker position is what we all expect now if they come out week one and uh you know show something completely different uh then you know maybe the guys they have in house are are better suited for what they have because you know they're there and we're not they know better than we do but yeah i'm with you it's definitely an area of concern at minimum uh could be heightened to a problem um and that's you know let's say this too even if mac wilson comes back even if it's a short thing and the kid works his ass off and i really love his attitude and you know i i'm rooting for him hard but Even with him, it would be an area of concern, as is evidenced by the consistent low rankings of the linebacker group from not just people in Cleveland but around the league, people that know way more than us, uh, consistently said it's an area of concern, if not outright trouble. So, yeah, it would definitely be a mark – it would be a check mark in the uh, loss column, I think, if they don't do anything at all at this position before the before they go to Baltimore. I'm with you. You're certainly not going to solve the position
0: at this point, but um, you, you at least need – I'm trying to think about how to put this right. You at least need some duct tape, right? You need at least enough duct tape right. to, to plug the hole, and you need as many strips of duct tape as you can find. And right now they're, they're down to three pieces, one of which they think might be a long-term piece. The other two we don't know. Um i would I would hope that they do try to just add one more, whether it's adding somebody off the bubble that gets cut or or something, maybe a veteran that we've mentioned in here that that is uh you know that's just kind of floating out there in limbo. I hope that they're proactive in this, not that it's going to define the season, but they cannot I just in my opinion, going into Baltimore week one, it's really tough to envision them using. Uh, the current group that they have is the is the is the functional high end piece of this defense. So and maybe that involves Steve too. They might they might involve more uh, you know, Sendejo down in the box quite often or some different. Thing. They're going to mm-hmm. have to be creative. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep our eye on it. We don't get any preseason games, which flat out stinks for this situation and trying to figure out where they're going with it. So we'll do the best that we can. This is good. We'll, we'll have more information. I know Steve's going to write on this topic about players that are out there and bubble watch guys who can who could potentially be of help. So keep your eye out for that. Steve, thanks for joining me, man.
1: Thanks for having me, brother.
0: All right, guys, before we hang up, I am going to mention once again our presenting sponsor that we use so prominently here, and that's betonline.ag you know with the NBA is in the playoffs right now it's really fun time to bet baseball is really starting to get some predictable things going on also a great time to bet in the MLB make sure that you're going there and using bet online to make some money some fun things are out there you got future props up for the uh for the NFL a whole bunch of fun individual things that you can bet on some great stuff again from bet online and you can uh you can go there also and check out the sit down they had with Uh, Former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, seven-time NBA champ Robert Ory. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans, which is a very realistic situation for the NFL. Uh, The series they have up there is called Fandemic. So visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Also, uh, do remember that they have the uh, 24-7 poker and blackjack that you can get involved in with there, too. So go there. Use that promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. Promo code BLUEWIRE, BetOnline, your online wagering experts. And that's a wrap. Big shout out to Steve taking a taking a you know a little bit of time for me. I texted him late and he was willing to jump on. He's the best out there in terms of uh, you know finding players that the Browns public, the, the, even the even the bigger fans and analysts don't always know about these players. He's ahead of the curve. I can't tell you how many times he's shot me a text or or hit me up on a on a DM on Twitter about a player, and all of a sudden the Browns have picked him up or signed him or something. So make sure you're following him. Uh, he's done great work for us at the o b r with uh the daily what happened in brown's history as as well as many other different angles as he covers players the Browns could acquire and projections for the season. Um, again, uh, make sure, like I said, you, you're you taking advantage of all the great content he has up on his Twitter page, at Brown's Mock Draft. Once the season gets going and we have some college season, we'll get more Mock Draft stuff up every day. But right now it's a little bit of a weird time as we figure out which leagues are playing and whatnot. But again, at Brown's Mock Draft and read his stuff on the OBR. He's been hitting a home run. So thanks for joining us. We'll have more up. We have a ton of stuff up on the site. We have um, you know, an instant analysis where Fred Greetham's been doing. Uh, and we're going to try to do more daily uh, cap recap of what happened. So his day four recap is up with all the rundown of what he witnessed. We're lucky to have Fred there and covering it live, doing a great job uh, covering things in Berea. We also have daily updates. Mac Wilson, uh, what we wrote up some of the stuff here about what his knee injury does to the linebacker room. And we wrote about Nick Chubb and protocol and the joke. we're going to write up all the press conferences, all the interesting things. It's all there. You can find it all um steve wrote on uh you know potentially starting two rookies on the offensive line Uh, we're knocking it out of the park the obr and i hope you're joining us and i hope you're subscribing we're going to have a a very interesting vip piece tomorrow on the anatomy of training camp myself and john Stephenson, uh, who's who's buckeye uh, on on the obr platform here he does a great job as a coach myself kind of covering what these things are going to be like step by step so we start tomorrow with the idea of what the everyday practice looks like we're taking chunks of it and explaining it to you so what you can have an understanding at the end of the series what a practice and training camp looks like since you can't be there this year to watch it live like so many of you do we start with walkthroughs and individual periods great insight great perspective and telling you what the coaches are thinking what the players are trying to get out of each session even some um old scripts from gary kubiak's days with the texans we have or nick saban's installed just kind of coaching thought process fun stuff make sure you're checking it out subscribe to the obr while you can right now great deals going cbs interactive has the uh, all access that you can get with some Description, and then also make sure you're reviewing and subscribing to this podcast. I appreciate you guys. We will check in again hopefully tomorrow with an update on what happened in training camp. Get with Fred Greetham. Hopefully hear about his experiences in Berea. We appreciate you. Love the support. Thanks, guys, Good Browns.